You're listening to Artitude, a podcast with artists created and produced by Detlef Schlick, a visual artist and ritual designer, living and loving in West Cork, and best known for his essay about the cause and effect of shamanism, art and digital culture. Working in the field of performance, photography, painting, sound, installations, and film he will dive and discover with us and a weekly creative guest into the unknown and exciting deep ocean of the creative mind. This is Detlef Schlich and today we dive into the deep and unknown exciting ocean of the creative mind and I hope this is this time the last episode because we have so much to tell. That, that I have to split it all the time again and again and again and, and we dive into the deep and unexpected creative mind of the ex um, member of the weirdos Cliff Roman the weirdos used to be a, a punk rock band in the in the, in the 70s early 80s in in, uh, in California um, in Los Angeles and Cliff used to be called the the, the Not the godfather of, of Californian punk rock, but a legend, the legend of Californian punk rock. Hi, Cliff. It's great to have you on this show. It's great to be on. Thank you for having me. It's been it's fun. It's great. It's been it's, fun. It's, it, is, it, is, it is great. It's, it's unbelievable. I mean, it's really... Um, I hope someone yeah. listens to it. <laughs> sure. sure. You, 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 you will be surprised how many people like stories like this because there are true stories you know and and uh, it's not a fake you know so and and it's it's not cool. pretentious or whatever you know so it, it comes yeah. from the heart and and uh, mm -hmm. and uh, it, it is hard you know so i mentioned just in the last episode that that uh, i mean we finished it actually so how 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 a band like the weirdos finished and 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 um What's about it? Uh, mm. Why they didn't make it that they can make an income, even if if, if they were good, you know. And mm -hmm. for making an income as a musician, it's not enough just just to be good, you know. So you really, uh, well, um, you have to stick a, to 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 a, a lot of laws in in the, in the music business, which that's is right. quite. A, but but a key thing is you have to stick together and be available because yeah. you never yeah. know when you get that phone call. Yeah. You, you just never know. So you never, you never know. It, so and, uh, the, I mean, the, the key to success is to like you got to stick, yeah, stick it yeah. out, and keep going. You know. Yeah, and we and, had to. We, we, we just, spoke about we the momentum already as well. You have yeah. to keep the momentum, and if you don't have yeah. the momentum anymore, it can be difficult. It, it, it's and, and even or well, well lucky for as well. You know. Yeah. I mean, I'll, well, we, yeah. we were. We, we were lucky because we were so well known. There was there was always interest in the band, but it'd be it, the interest would change from time to time. You know, when we first came out, there was high interest, right? And then interest as more bands, other different bands, sure. and artists would come out. Then that that high interest because we were like one of the only ones. You know, yeah. it there'd still be interest, but maybe not as high. Yeah. Maybe we put a record out, then the interest goes back up again. Right. Yeah. Or we do a show that that gets some publicity in, or it's good always the pressure. So there's the interest kind of goes up and down, and 
there's ways to also you would create interest. You know, you 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 maybe do a tour, or you'd put out a record, or you'd do an interview. Yeah. So you know, um, I mean, I see that as as here with this podcast. You know, so you, mm -hmm. I promote myself, and it is a lot of pressure to promote you. Now, I mean, now it is okay. We have the social media, so we can pr make things easier, but. It is, it's, well, you have to, like you say, you have to create interest in that 24-7 sometimes, you know. Mm -hmm. And as a band, as long as you're young, it's, it's okay, it's possible. But if you're getting older, you're, you're going to start to lose energy and the interest to do that, you know. I, I mean, sometimes you don't feel like, like creating a new song or, or, or a new painting or whatever. But, but if you're once right. on the train... If you once jump on the train, you have to you have to go. You have to That's right. continue. You know, so so this is quite tough, and I can imagine. I, I mean, guys. Uh, I mean, I mean, you you can be happy that 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 you're not one 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 of the of the musicians who 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 likes his drugs too much. You know, so so. Uh, uh, yeah, I was I was lucky there. You know, um, I. But people close to me had had issues with drugs and alcohol. Sure. Sure. And, I mean, uh, I'm happy so as well it's, that, it's, that, that, that I'm still here. You know, honestly. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's that, it's it's you know takes a lot out of you. It uh, does. And, you know. And and and, and you you go through changes in your life too. You know, I'm not the only one. You know, maybe. No. Maybe for you have your reasons, you know. I I left music for almost thirty years. I was just out of it, you know. And, mainly and, because and, I was, I became a school teacher. And you never felt for in, a career. Yeah, but you never mm -hmm. felt in the meantime. So, hmm, so so I uh, I have this this cribbly dibbly things in my fingers and in my mind. I would like to create something new, creative things. So I tried, you know. I think through the 80s, um, I remember John Denny, the singer in The Weirdos, and I and his brother Dix, we would get together. The mm -hmm. band had already been disbanded, but we'd still get together and write and record songs on a real on a reel-to-reel -reel or a cassette. You know, we were we were still creating songs and but just in the studio. But just in the rehearsal not, never room. in a studio, and then well, and then we started doing some uh, reunion shows. We did some reunion shows in the eighties, yeah. mm -hmm. and so that so we do a show and we'd get paid like we'd have a really good payday. But it would be one show, and there wouldn't be another one for months later. Okay, and, sure. Um, so um, then we would we were, we were writing some new songs. And the songs really didn't get out there until 1990. We did an album that was released in 1990. Yeah. We also did a compilation record in 89 called Weird World, Volume 1. came out on Frontier Records. And then we recorded and put out an album called Condor. By mm. then, I'm out of the band because I'm starting a career as a teaching and mm. I couldn't go on. The, I really couldn't go on the road. You know, I had to make a commitment one way or the other. Sure, sure. And, and, and I decided, and, you I, and I had my reasons. You know, I, I wanted a, a, I just wanted a steady job. I had health insurance. I had my family. And, and uh, especially you know, in America, I, is 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 it mm -hmm. not easy to 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 survive with, uh, with 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 if you not have a job, isn't it? I mean, we in Europe, 
we in Europe we have we have a, a better health and social system, you know. But in America, it's quite tough. So, so yeah. sure, if, if you had then the child and, and your lovely women, um, it's it's probably quite difficult if you if you if you keep going and you, if you're just making music without money, it's tricky. Yeah. Relationship might suffer suffer in with right. it as well and all that. So I tried even managing the band for a while because I was I had worked in. Uh, as I to told you earlier, you know, I'd worked in management in the in the uh, mid '80s up until yeah. 1990. Yeah. So yeah. I knew how to work a phone. I knew how to talk to agents. I knew knew how to look at a contract. Yeah. You know, I had a lot of I had a lot of knowledge. I mean, you know, you learn, you live and learn. Yeah, I learned. You know, I I knew how to I knew how to shoot a video of, 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 for MTV. You know, how to hire the people to do that. I knew yeah. how a band would go on the road and sell merchandise. So, so, so you could I knew, have started. I, I knew about publishing. No, I mean, but you, I, you, you know, for a while I thought maybe I'd be, I could be um, in the in the music business. Yeah, but it was too hard. It was, it was. You know, you could like get shots, hired by yeah, a label, yeah. and then you could get fired by a label. Yeah, you know, and you have so, to be very. Very hot and, then, and and it's not nice. I mean, the people and there, it's very yeah. very. It was I found it kind of stressful because you're always yeah. you're on the phone. You're like you got to yeah. create opportunities yeah. for the band, yeah. the people you represent. Yeah, you know, my brother does it quite successfully. He's an agent. I see, and he's been an agent for um, many many years now. So and he's he, very he, stressful. He, he, worked, he, worked, so. he worked his way up from the mailroom to you know um, a vice president. So. Um, um, But uh, what happened was I I, I decide to to uh, my my mother who was a teacher said uh, she said Cliff uh, you can get a job as a substitute teacher they pay a hundred dollars a day so this is 1990 late yeah. '89 yeah. and she said you just have to take a test and pass it you have all you need is a you need two things a bachelor degree which I had yeah and you uh, have to your pass art degree. Yeah, and yeah. you have to pass a test called the C-Best. So I take the C-Best, I ace it, pass the C-Best, yeah. and I go down and I apply, and I'm hired as a substitute teacher for LA Unified, the second largest school district in, in the country. Yeah. And my mom says, okay, you're going to start getting phone calls, but if they call you to to teach at uh, McClay Junior High or middle school, mm. turn it down. You don't want to teach at McClay. Uh, I was like, why? She goes, oh, it's just in a bad part of the valley. You don't want to yeah. teach at McClay. Yeah. So so here's what happens, Debt. Mm. I, I, I do all the paperwork. You know, I had to get fingerprinted. My fingerprint's clear. So now I'm ready for my first job as a substitute teacher, Right. Mm. So the district, if they need you that day, they call you very early in the morning. They start calling people at 5 a.m., all right? <laughs> so I, I had the phone right next to my bed. I'm, I'm, I go to sleep one night on the first day where I can get hired, right? The phone rings, 5 a.m. <laughs> I pick it up. They go, we have a job for you if you want it. It's at McClay Junior High, <laughs> the school my mom told me to turn down. <laughs> Okay. So I couldn't uh, turn it yeah. down. It's my first substitute uh, job, right? Uh, 
So I'm like, gulp, I gulp, I go, all right, I'll be there, you know. So I, yeah. I drive out to McClay, yeah. and I had a nice day. It was very nice. The kids were great. Okay. Mm-hmm. I subbed for an art teacher who left a great lesson plan. So I got off to a really nice start. <laughs> so that's Lovely. my story Lovely. of how I started. My mom's like, whatever you do, do not go to McClay <laughs> Junior so, High. Turn it down. So, so, so that means you, 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 you've been there all your 30 years in, in, in the same school or – No, I taught the first two years, uh, 90 and 91, the first three years, not from I started late 89, and then I was done as a sub by 93. So all those years, I was a substitute teacher. Now, mm. here's what happened. I mm. get called every day, and I accept every single job. I make 100 bucks a day. All of a sudden, mm. I'm getting like, you know, uh, you get, I, I'm, I, I think we got paid every two weeks or four weeks okay I'd get a yeah. nice check and then yeah. they said if you work if you work 90 days in in a certain time period you get yeah. health insurance so sure. i'm like accepting every job i'm working at all, all these different yeah. i'm working at middle schools or junior highs and high yeah. schools yeah. right yeah. sometimes it's great sometimes it's lousy so I'm just, you know, learning it. I had no idea what to expect or what to do. They don't train you. They just hire you and throw yeah. you in a classroom yeah. with crazy kids. Yeah. And, uh, um, but I just sort of like learned to sort of like, you know, and I didn't, so, so I, didn't, you I didn't sort look, of kept it quiet. I sort of kept it quiet that I was a punk rocker. I didn't even yeah. look like a punk it, rocker. I sort yeah. of looked, you know, I dressed nice. You know, I wore a, a nice shirt. I, I looked good. I wore a nice shirt. Uh, yeah, just sure. very nice, you know. Yeah, it and, makes it uh, easier. I'd wear a tie, and um, I, you know, so, so um, I did that for a few years, and yeah. I wanted. I was like, you know what? I I like it. I like it, and it looks like it could be a good career. And then my mom was showing me that she, because she'd been a teacher for a while, how mm. she could save for the future and for retirement. Okay. Mm. So I learned a lot from her, and um, I decided to just go back to school and get my teaching credential. So that was a rough two years. I had to, like, teach. I had a substitute teach during the day, and mm. in the evening I had to take classes at the university. Mm. And um, then I had to do my student teaching, and you don't get paid for student teaching. But I sort of lucked out. They... I had I had been a sub for long term. I was like a long term sub for all my mom's friends at the school she taught at, and she's taught <laughs> at a nice school. Yeah. Um, and um, so I was, you know, always busy, always working. Yeah. And when I did my student teaching, I did it at a nearby high school as yeah. an art teacher. So I had a very nice experience there. Although I wasn't making any money. That's when I started selling stuff. I sold my Fender Telecaster. Uh, I sold my Music Man Stingray bass. Don't tell me I that. Sold my, I sold my gear. Um, I sold my comic book collection. I had a really oh, big God. comic book Which comics book collection. did you have? Which, which one? Um, Marvel comics. I, sold, I had Marvel and DC, and I had EC comics. And I had a, had a lot of first issues. And um, I used to buy collections, and um, I had a really nice comic collection, and I met a friend of mine who collected also, and he bought it from me. I didn't get a lot of money. It was worth way mm. more than what he paid me. Mm. But I collect. I saved, I didn't sell one particular comic. I'll tell you which one. 
in, Tunnel Attack in, in around Tunnel Attack and Mickey Mouse. In, I, no, I sold. I had a stack of those, and I sold them, and I shouldn't have. But mm. uh, one day, I walk into this bookstore in Hollywood, and there's a copy of the very first Spider-Man comic, and mm. it said mint condition, hundred dollars. So I bought it. Uh, and uh, I still have my very first. It's called uh, Amazing Fantasy, issue number fifteen, something like that. And it's the very mm-hmm. first Spider-Man comic. Mm. And it's worth mm. quite a bit of money now. I have it safely locked up somewhere. And, um, you know, <laughs> it's in really good condition. So, so are you going to do I, eBay as well? Or what? I, I don't know. That one, I'd have, this, this, is, this comic I could sell at auction, you know, one of the auction houses. That's how yeah. good it is. Yeah. And anyways, um, I... So I'm I'm I, I'm selling stuff, you know, because I'm I'm student teacher, and I just had to hang in there long enough to get hired. So what uh, here's what happens: I I, mm. I get through my student teaching, I fit, I get my teaching credential, I get uh, hired right away. But as uh, a math teacher, they weren't hiring art teachers, and I oh had God. my credential was single subject art. I would have liked yeah. to have been an art teacher, mm-hmm. but. I also really enjoyed teaching math. My mom was yeah. a math teacher and an art okay. teacher. So you were and good so math. I I would and and when I was a substitute, I mean I used to substitute every subject including like once I had to go to I, I had to do a French class. I don't know French, but the teacher left <laughs> lesson plans. I mean, you know, I I I, for a while, so how I can was you a, teach I, French if you if if you I was, if you, I, was a, I was a science teacher, I was a health teacher, I was a history teacher, I was an English teacher, and you you know? you, you, you were probably the doctor who, who 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 gave me the the wrong pacemaker into my heart. <laughs> oh no! Did that ha- did that happen? No, I'm joking. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, so I got my teaching credential. I mean, it was exhausting. Yeah. I don't know how I did it. I wrote a lot of papers. You know, mm. because one of the things I had to do was observe. So I'd have to go observe teachers, and I made friends with all the teachers, and they'd let me come observe, observe their class, and I mm. had to sit there and and type my observation. So I'd be turning in my papers to my instructors at the university, and everyone noticed mm. what a good writer I was right away. Mm. They're like, cool. you know, cool, these, cool, these cool, are cool, really cool, well. Cool. One one professor wanted me to write a book with him. All so, right. I just had a yeah. knack for really so yeah. I couldn't get my credential. I couldn't mm-hmm. I couldn't start at the university unless I passed a test, a writing test, right? So the so the writing test is given on a certain date each semester. The this writing test. If mm. I if I don't pass the writing test, I have to take a cl- a couple of classes, mm. right? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay? So I t- yeah. so all these people they want to they want to pass the writing test. So they don't. Sure. Have, they can avoid taking the basic English classes, right? Yeah. So I go to a. They had a, a like a session before they gave the writing prompt and the test about a week before. They had sort of like a a a, a one time class where they told you about the test. They gave you some mm. practice prompts, right? Mm. So here's what they tell us. I'm sitting there in a room with like a hundred people, and they go, "Now we score the test." Uh, from um, I forget what it was like, you know, the highest score was a four or something like that, yeah. right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, and they say um, or eight, say the highest score is eight. And they go yeah. now, no one ever scores an eight. 
you know, mm. and if you score a seven or a six, you're doing fine. Yeah. If you score a five, you're okay. If if you mm. score four or below, you're going to have to take the class or retake the test, right? Mm. But they 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 told everyone no one ever scores the highest score. So I I go the day of the test. I do. They give me a writing prompt. It was a really interesting one too, and mm. I thought right away of of what I wanted to say and write. So I I kind of like planned out what I was going to write and then then you, we had these little blue books and I mm. just you know wrote um mm. had to be a certain length certain and it had to address certain things so mm. I just followed um you know, I was kind of glad I took that 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 pre-class so I knew what, yeah. what to expect yeah. so I, I write sure, my sure. paper I yeah. turn it in I get yeah. a note from the university you scored the highest score <laughs> Cliff, that, but that sounds like actually so that that you spent you had a good time after the weirdos so so in 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 your twenty thirty years as a teacher in I mean now now I you did. Yeah. now you now was, you're in the pension because yeah now 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 you, now you, you're, you, what I yeah. what I did that I just I used I used uh, uh, when I taught. I, it was a great opportunity to pretend you were a stand-up comedian. This is So I worked on my 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 routine. That's so, great. So, yeah, performer, performer. No? Yeah. But that's so you know, actually, yeah. Life life is know. just a show, isn't it? Somehow. Right. You know? Yeah. That's 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 so, what I've you know, I got well. I got I got along great with the students and administrators and teachers. I can imagine that. a lot of that. friends. Yeah. And, and I met a really yeah. important person. Um what happened was I was floating around from several different schools after I got my credential. Yeah. And then um I I was out of the school district, LA Unified. I tried a different school just district for a couple of years, and I didn't like it. So I got mm -hmm. rehired at a school in Northridge called Holmes International uh, Humanities Magnet, mm -hmm. and it was a magnet program yeah. school. And mm -hmm. um, my mom said, "Oh, uh, if you get an offer for a magnet program, that they have the best kids because they have to apply to get in, and they're usually mm -hmm. gifted students, you know." So I said, all right. So I got offered the job. I take it. And they were they, the reason they wanted to hire me is because I could teach math and then I could teach a, a class art. of art. Yeah. Right. So um, so they hire me. And like the first day I'm there, this guy, ta I, someone taps me on the shoulder and there's this guy. He goes, hi, my name's uh, Owen. Um, I hear you play guitar. He said, uh During lunch, come over to room 303. So I go, okay. So lunchtime comes. I go over to room 303. Inside the room is a whole setup of a band. There's a drum kit. There's a bass amp, a guitar amp. <laughs> there's keyboards, mm. microphones. And okay. uh, he introduces me to this guy, um, um, Eddie. So mm. Owen, Eddie, and I start jamming. Like we're the, we're, you know, and I, and I, start playing songs by The Clash, The Who. Uh, uh, <laughs> They're like, like wow. So great. Yeah. Uh, they became lifelong musical friends of mine. Cool. That's, yeah. That, that sounds great. And, and every year we, we, we get together and jam when school yeah. gets out in June, and then we jam yeah. Uh, yeah. when they have their winter break. Yeah. We, 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 we um, meet at a nice rehearsal studio. We just show up, and everything's set up, and we plug in and play. 
Lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah. But eventually, Owen, right? Yeah. yeah. So this guy, Owen, a guitarist, yeah. he eventually falls into this band called Ill Repute. I've never heard of before, but they're one of the big Nardcore bands. Now, Nardcore yeah. it stands for Oxnard Hardcore. Yeah. Oxnard <laughs> is a is a suburb of L.A. that's kind of a... It's in a farming community, and the kids from that area are like, you know, pretty gnarly. Tough. tough. And But you know what? They had, they had weirdos in that town, too. They had the kids that liked music and art yeah. in that town, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And in the early 80s, and I missed this completely, the yeah. hardcore scene rears its head in Los Angeles. Out of the punk rock scene comes the hardcore scene. Yeah. So there's bands like Black Flag, The Circle Jerks, and then this sure. band Ill Repute gets yeah. very popular. Yeah. Bands like the Adolescents, um, Social Distortion, Middle Class, yeah. and um, and then from San Francisco was the Dead Kennedys, and it was the hardcore punk scene. Yeah, and I kind of missed that entirely. Now the Weirdos, we used to do shows with these hardcore bands because that's how the people would package us. Yeah, uh, and uh, um, so you know, I missed out that whole scene. So Owen gets he gets he gets in a band called the Robot Uprising, and the okay. singer was Tony is Tony Cortez, who plays guitar in Ill Repute, which is the the most famous of the Nardcore bands. Yeah, there were bands like Aggression, Doctor No, and um, and then there was Ill Repute and and several others. Yeah, and. Uh, What's neat about the Nardcore scene is it still exists. It yeah. still exists yeah. after 30 years. Wonderful. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. absolutely. And so you one, got... day, one day yeah. Owen calls me up. He says, hey, we're doing a show. Do you want to play? And we, we learned Neutron. We got the Neutron bomb. He goes, you yeah. want to play with us? And I said, sure. Mm, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah, how yeah, I, yeah. I end up in this band, The Robot Uprising. So you right. so, so and now and now you're 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 again playing with with this band and, and yeah. you have your live gigs and, and right. happy so happy life somehow. What what happened was I, I end up I teach for a number of years. I, I get yeah. hired at that school um, in Northridge called Holmes Middle School. Yeah. And I'm in the magnet school there. I teach for about seven years and then I become the magnet coordinator. So I'm out of the classroom and I'm like a an administrator. I'm actually still a teacher, but I'm reassigned. I'm assigned to an office, and I'm uh, in charge of the school with 14 teachers and 400 kids. Right? I'm in charge of this program that's on the campus of a regular middle school. Mm. You know, so the the middle school has like 1,300 kids, and 400 of them, about a third of them, belong to. I'm in charge of. And mm. so I had a career for 13 years as the magnet coordinator. And then after being in education for nearly 30 years, I think it was about mm. 28 years total, mm. I retire. Mm. And then a horrible thing happens to me, a very horrible thing. My wife passes away right after yeah. I retire. She yeah. passes away. Oh, God. That's four and, years ago. Um, huh? It was a very sad, awful thing to happen. Four, four years ago. And, huh? Yeah, just about oh, four God. years ago. And yeah. because you know, we tired, and we were about to like, she was she was actually worked at my school and was a very oh, popular, God. very well loved, popular person at the school. She worked yeah, with special ed that. students. Yeah. yeah. So it was a big deal when she passed away. It was like sure. you know, there were 
hundreds of people were at her memorial service, and you know, um, it was hard on my daughters and my my wife's family because her mother's mm. still alive. Her mother is mm. ninety seven, I think. She's still alive. Unbelievable. So it was it was horrible for her youngest daughter to pass away. Oh. Um. Anyways, so the what ha- what I did is I just stayed involved with friends and family. Af- Everyone Af- held me close. So four years and, ago, actually. You know? Yeah, so, yeah. So. And um, I just kept myself busy. Um, yeah, sure. I'm always busy. I'm a busy guy. And yeah. then I, I end up in this band, The Robot Uprising, a couple of years ago, Af- right as the Af- right before the Af- pandemic starts. And after I'm, she I'm passed away. Yeah, so, after so, she passes so. away. But I mean, it's, I think it's it's great to then really go and then into creativity and trying something new again. Right. I think things like things like this helping. It doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't mean that you miss her. I think it's great that 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 you still still try mm-hmm. to keep alive. It doesn't make sense that that you fall into depression. So so right, that was right. probably the best thing what you could do, isn't it? Yeah, I tried. It was, it's real easy to fall into depression. You start thinking about yeah. things that you yeah. have no control over. Yeah. So as long as I'm As long as I'm involved, I also, I told my mom, my mom is is very artistic, and she was always taking um, a ceramics class. So I told her, when I retire, I'll join her class, right? Because my mom is like 90 now, and I thought, you know, um, it would be good for her to continue. And she's very prolific, and everyone loves her stuff. Yeah, Um, She makes great ceramic pieces. And so I started the ceramics class with her. So now I'm making ceramics too. Did yeah, I show you cool. any of my pieces? I think I showed you a few of my pieces. I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, um, yeah. you know, I'm, so I'm I I, I I'm in ceramics, and I took a drawing class. Great. And um, um, I I don't need to take art classes. I I don't need to be no. But, no, but just... art classes are for me. They're inspiring because I always learn something new. And, and you I meet was, likewise, which is nice as well, then, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So you know, I'm uh, so that the pandemic hits a year after I retire, and yeah. right as I'm in the band, the the robot uprising. So I start, I like start getting ideas, and even even before I joined Robot Uprising, yeah. I wrote and recorded a song called yeah. Punk Rock Rules. Yeah. And. Um, My nephew produced it and played on it and engineered it, and okay. I played all the guitars and I sang the vocals, wrote wrote the song, arranged it. Do you want want me to play that today as 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 the last song for for? for I don't for think I sent episode. you that one. I don't think I sent you. You, you didn't, but you you still can send me that. All right, so, so, and then so. um, I, and then I wrote a I wrote and recorded another song called um, Searchin'. And um, it was, I wrote it. I, it just came to me the night before the election, you know, the last presidential election here. Yeah. Because I saw our country was going to either go down one road or go down another road at that Joe point. Joe Biden. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So and and so I and I'm really proud of that song. And then I came up with a song called "Kindness," which I think you played. We played already. "Kindness" in the first yeah. episode, dear listeners. Right. Which is a lovely song, so I really and, like it. And pretty rocking, right? Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it's it. pretty rocking. And nice and um, one of the best songs I've ever written too. And um, so I so now I've got like I'm like recording, writing, and recording songs. 
Cliff Roman, right? And then I'm yeah. in the band, The Robot Uprising. So I write a song for them. And by the way, they do. we do kindness also in our set. Cool. I write a song for them, just came to me, called I, Robot. And I think you've heard that All right. One, okay, right? so, so we, we're going to play now I, Robot from Cliff Roman. Right. Well, let me just tell you a little bit about the song before you play it. Okay, okay. Just let me set it up. So, I don't know how the song comes to me. I'm, yeah. I think I spent the one day. I spent the day. I'm listening to Mark Bolin T Rex like all day. Yeah. yeah. Because there was a lot of stuff. I I I sort now that we have streaming, you can listen to stuff if you don't have the record, right? Yeah. 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 So I'm listening to like all this Mark Bolin stuff, and I'm kind of paying attention to his lyrics, which are very cool. And I love my bones. It's one one yeah, of my first records. Yes. And and Electric I start, Warrior. I, I start right. Electric yeah. Warrior was very what's my, important. What's my key record. What's my what's my first long player? <coughs> wow. Yes. Seventy three, I think, was it. So I write this song. I I I was I used to read a lot of science fiction books. So there was a book called. A famous science fiction book by, I think, Isaac Asimov. I might be wrong. Isaac Asimov, yes. Which one he, was it? Uh, Isaac um, Asimov called I, Robot. It's called I, Robot. Ah, yeah, sure. And it's actually, it's, 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 um, it's um, a movie. The film with, with, Mills, with Will Smith. With Will Smith, right. Yeah, but yeah. The, the song has nothing to do with the book. I just copped the title, I, Robot. And I write the okay. song from a robot's yeah, yeah. point of view. A robot yeah. that has become aware, like you are aware right now. I'm aware, yeah. Yeah. right? We're aware, right? Sort of, yes. Yeah. Right? We, we have awareness, right? So yeah. the song is, is, is in the first person from the point of view of the robot. Okay, yeah. And the ro robot's saying that you built me, you designed me. Actually, you artificial me, intelligence. You, I can walk, I can talk. Yeah. I'm here for you. Just tell yeah. me what to do. So yeah. that's the that's the song, okay. And it's a uh, it's it's um, I you know I wrote the music, arranged it. It's got a nice hook to it. It's and, it's, it's um, inspired by Silicon Valley, probably. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean, it's artificial. I don't know. I'm not sure. And, uh, I think what inspired me was listening to T Rex <laughs> for a day. And I wasn't I listening to I, I wasn't listening to Electric Warrior. I was listening to like his later stuff. You know, oh, stuff right, I wasn't okay. familiar with. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I love Electric Warrior. I love it. Yeah. The, the Dancing Swan and, and, and all that and, and Jeepster and, and uh, yeah. Children of the Revolution is it on it as well? I don't know. So, ah, it's great. It's great. Mm -hmm. T-Rex. All right, great. So, shall we play it? Mm -hmm. Sure. So, so, Cliff Romans inspired by Silicon Willy are robots. <laughs>
cool. I love it. It's really, it's, it's, it's actually so, so, so. I love your your new songs. They they're really very very fresh and and lively. And well, and you know, it's funny, Deb. So I didn't really pick up my guitar for like almost 30 years. I didn't. Yeah, that's cool. That's great. Once in a while, there'd be. We, I, I got back together with the weirdos about yeah. 15, 16, 17 years ago, and it just lasted for a few months, and I was out of the band. Um, and um, because, you know, they wanted, they, did, they, they, they saw me as a teacher, and I was like, yeah. had a job, and they wanted to be, not they, but it just, you can't, it just, you, you can't it do just everything. one of those things. Yeah. You can't do so, everything. And this is after I like got the band back together, rehearsed yeah. them. I bankroll a tour and then I'm out of the band. Yeah. So um, at that point I was like, oh, I was just, just done with it. You know, I really felt that way. I'm just, I'm just done with it. Great. So, yeah. um, but then I retire and I start playing guitar. I was like, man, mm. I haven't played in years. And then I just started playing songs I wrote mm. uh, for the Weirdos. And mm. I also started playing other people's songs and singing. And I would go to, a friend of mine uh, would go on Tuesday nights to open mic and invited me. Lovely. And I got I got up the nerve to do open mic and sing. Yeah. So I'm singing songs like, and I'm doing my own arrangements of okay. This Land is Your Land. Lovely. Right? Yeah. Right. Um, please, please record that and post it. I, w I would like right. to see it online, honestly. Wait, and then I'm doing, um, I'm doing. Um, uh, uh, do a T-Rex song. I, I did. I didn't do a T-Rex song, but I was doing. I did it my way. The Frank Sinatra song. Yeah. My way. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. Yeah. So I'm doing. You know, like uh, Woody Woody Guthrie, Frank Sinatra. Cool. And then I tackled um, um, a Rolling Stones song I like called Jumping Jack Flash. Yeah. And so I'm doing all these songs and um, I did uh, Secret Agent Man. Remember I told you about that? So I, yeah. I, uh, and so uh, I, uh, I'm just playing them um, like my uh, own versions. That's, and, uh, that's that's the thing, isn't it? I mean, it's still fun. It's great. I mean, yeah. it's, it's creativity. And I, 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 I bought um, I bought a um, a guitar. I bought a. Uh, I started buying guitars again. So now I'm, I'm yeah. I own like a a nice Stratocaster. That's my main guitar these days. It's yeah, a Fender Stratocaster. Lovely. Yeah. Sound. It's so nice to play. It's yeah, it, absolutely. And Look, I, so I yeah. found. Here's what I find out. I start playing, yeah. Yeah. and I'm. I, I never considered myself a very good guitarist and yeah, I'm on I mean, I'm, you'll either. never find my yeah, name yeah. on a list of punk guitarist or yeah. songwriters yeah. even though I'm a I'm a really good guitarist and songwriter you won't yeah. find my list my yeah. name on the list that's why I'm more mm. like oh yeah the legendary that's, the guy you know from uh, and, and that's why you are a teacher right and <laughs> and then <laughs> so I find myself I'm like getting really good mm. so I'm in this band the robot <laughs> uprising and they're like Cliff you're sounding like you know, really good. And you're sounding um, like the guy from the weirdos, <laughs> uh, but more advanced, more advanced. So now, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm getting lead guitar assignments, you know, and Ooh. I sort of, I mean, I can't play, I cannot shred on guitar. That's, that's mm -hmm. what like 12 year old boys and girls do. They shred on guitar. Sure. Right. There's, sure. there are kids in elementary school that are yeah. technically probably way better than I will ever be. 
But mm-hmm. you know, I I know how to I know how to pick up a guitar and play it so that it's it takes on my personality, which which not everyone can do. You can't you can't infuse your music with a, you do, but you, you you know there's a way to do it's, it so that it's it's, it's, it's different. Some, somehow like an extension of your character. Right. Right. Yeah. So, and it's just the way you you hold it, the way you play it, the way you yeah. think about it, the way yeah. it happens, yeah. and and your abilities, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, so for dur- during the pandemic, I would just sit at home and sp- for hours just sit there mm. and by myself and just play mm. guitar, mm. Just noodle, mm. listen to records. I started buying records, and mm. then I, you know, I'm. Um, Involved in this band, um, the Robot Uprising, doing shows with them. And they get a kick out of it that they've got Cliff Roman from the Weirdos is in their band. That's like great. It's great. uh, I'm really so delighted for you. You deserve it. And then then everyone in the Nardcore scene is kind of a, a, a small... It's 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 still the original scene, and it's kind of a small knit group of people. You know, mm. the musicians, right? Yeah. And mm. their fans, and mm. everyone knows me. Mm. Great, it's great, Cliff. It's so cool. I mean, I, I could talk with you for hours about that, yeah. and, and and I like you, uh, and, and 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 I thank you very very much for oh, that. You're welcome, and I'm sure If you come over here to West Cork, we we we're gonna. <laughs> We're gonna might do some gigs here over 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 here with some cover songs or whatever. You know, <laughs> that, you know, so we will we will have some fun for sure. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe maybe even in Germany, you know. So so we we gonna we're right. gonna go over for a couple of days to Cologne or, or whatever or to Berlin. Right. You know, right. Right. So, right. Uh, I wish you really really good luck with that, and I wish you a Thank lot you. of lot of lot of fun with 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 your with your music don't stop that i think it's for us all it's necessary to keep keep the creati- creativity going especially in, in such fucking times like now yeah. you know, is that the only thing what we what we can keep here right. you know so right. uh, on that note i would say really dear listeners again cliff is in the hall of attitude and if you want to 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 drink a whiskey now it's a whiskey because it's the last episode uh, with us both and then uh, in, in a mug like this go to www.altitude.com uh, mm-hmm. and you can find all all, all, the, all the different collections mugs from, from Cliff from Debbie from, from other artists as well or if you just want to contact Cliff uh, um, on Facebook go to Cliff Roman he's there or if uh, on Instagram it's at Cliff Roman as well if you want to contact me uh, it's uh, on Instagram it's at Detschlich at Artitude or at I Love Westcock Artists or again if you want to join the I Love Westcock Artists group on Facebook you can just join it join in and, and you become part of this group as a group member for free oh my god you know so what is what is nowadays for free anymore and uh and and you can, can good deal, yeah. You you can keep going with 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 an enthusiastic dialogue in it as well. So it's a lively group. Mm. Cliff, again, great, good good luck. Thank you very 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 Thank much. Thank you, Dad. I hope we Thanks we will happen. continue this talk me. sometimes to again in the later stage. Take care. Bye. Awesome. Bye bye. Bye everyone. Bye. 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 B
You have listened to Artitude, West Cork's first art, fashion and design podcast. Artitude, never so close again. Ah! That was too close.